0: good evening good morning good night good grief (laughs) welcome welcome to the program we appreciate you being here uh thank you so much this is a restart hopefully um i gotta check my check my restarters to make sure I accidentally, last time, I'm sorry, I pulled the dang on plug out of the the, the stupid, uh, the, the, the mic thing out, out of the computer. No, I didn't know, and I didn't do it on purpose, so don't ask dumbass questions, thank you. Um, but I certainly did it, <laughs> whether it was on purpose or not, it did happen. Uh, so we are trying to uh, get, get a redo, if that's okay with everybody, um, because, you know, sometimes... Sometimes in life you need a redo, you know what I'm saying? Uh I don't know, maybe you don't, but I, I I do. I need a redo, so this time today I cert I certainly, certainly did. I needed a redo, so I'm getting it. Um the the the, the ty- I need a redo. Well there you go. Time, and, and as you can tell today I, cert- I certainly, certainly did. There you go. Um uh, well I am broadcasting. Yay. Uh because I did this before I couldn't hear myself, which meant I wasn't broadcasting. There you go. Now, enough of that. I've entitled this program, uh, put a put a quotation mark instead of a, a, um, an apostrophe there. Stupid me. There you go. Better. Um, I've entitled this program, Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Uh, some of you may have heard that not every black conservative is a rousing fan of Candace Owens. Um, you know Candace Owens used to, work, used to be the communications director for uh, T, uh, Turning Point USA and stepped down from there and now is doing her program, the Cand- Candace Owens show on PragerU. Um, but what you don't know, and I, you know what, and I didn't either, that Candace has superfans. You know, superfans like Beyonce. You know, Beyonce has a beehive. Uh, Candace has the hive. That's people who scour the internet looking for anything that might be a negative comment about Owens. And they come after you. With all the with all the venom they have, they come after you. Which is frustrating because, you know, I, Willie Lawson, like a lot of others, are grateful for the work that Owens has done during her time in the spotlight. The problem some of us have is that she could do more if she partnered with some of the Black conservatives that have plowed the field already. Owens has not, at this time, at least to my knowledge, um, done this. Ms. Owens can do what, and, and, and this is what, this is why I know it's a seahive and not people who are interested in, in in direct debate and argument and and understanding. The seahive doesn't get this. I, you know, Candace Owens can do whatever the hell she wants to do. She's been super successful and can do whatever she wants to do. You know, but back through the Obama administration, there were a number of black conservatives that did heavy lifting in the black community concerning leaving the, the Democrat Party. Ideas like Blexit are hardly new. You know, when we started, do, when we started doing this, um, there were no hashtags for stuff you have an idea and then you put a hashtag on Twitter and it, it, it just really wasn't like that. Um, the very first hashtag thing that I saw on Twitter was something I was involved in called the don't go movement. Hashtag don't go. So a lot of people could look at the same, you No, know, no, you could search for that hashtag and then get post on whatever you were posting on, um, on Twitter. Interesting, interesting reality. Uh, the first time that that Twitter had a huge following, it was being used by Republican House members to show everybody what was going on. When Nancy Pelosi decided not to um, entertain the American Energy Act, and decided to not only um, not stay and talk about it, and 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 talk about energy independence, uh, but go on her book tour instead. Fly across the country in her private jet, and go on her book tour on her private jet. One of the most awful, inefficient ways to travel ever in life. But in any case, um, and it was Republican House members and and, and, and even Senate, mem- and, and, and Senate members who used Twitter to engage with the independent conservative independent conservative media. Interesting. And now conservatives are being the ones that are are the ones that are being locked out of Twitter and being banned and shadow banned and, and the like. Interesting, isn't it? Anyway, um, so Blexit is hardly new. Um, my friend C.O. Bryant did a movie called Runaway Slave that was all about Black people leaving the Democrat Party. Run. Run fast. Run hard. Run from the Democrat Party. So this idea that Blexit is new and an idea that that she and Kanye West and Charlie Kirk came up with is it's kind of offensive really. But it's the goldfish mentality of the culture now. How people didn't think that anything that didn't happen while they were paying attention uh, existed or has any import. Well, the fact of the matter is, there's a lot that happened before Candace Owens. There's a lot that happened before Willie Lawson. There's a lot that happened um, before. And I tell you, and, and I, I did a video on this. I don't even know if I ever released the video. What I what I miss. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I miss. Um, I miss the camaraderie and the fraternity, I'll say it that way, of the BCC back in 2008. Now, strangely enough, back in 2008, Charlie Kirk of TPUSA was 14. Not his fault, but hardly kicking down doors and taking abuse from people. Hardly. Hardly going in to urban communities talking to black people about leaving the Democrat Party while Barack Obama was in office. What? Yeah, Charlie Kirk of TPUSA TP was 14 at the time. Candace Owens was 19 um, either in her first year of college or about to go into college. Hardly doing any of this heavy lifting. The fact of the matter is that um, a lot of these black conservatives did the heavy heavy lifting in you know in these communities. They they plowed the field already. Now it has been the strategy of uh, and, and I believe it's a strategy of, of, of turning point, and it may be even part of the strategy of of Prager um, not to do what we did in 2008. We didn't. We didn't do what the BCC did, the Black Conservative Community did in two thousand eight, was this: we partnered with everyone that we could partner with. We shared platforms with everybody that we can share platforms with. And people did incredible things. People, um, Zoe Rachel, uh, when I had the in, in Hillsborough County, I had here in Hillsborough County the first um, Juneteenth, and it's almost Juneteenth now the first Juneteenth celebration in the county. Now, right now, there are others in, in in the general area, and there's been others in the general area. But this is the first one that was actually run and sponsored by a black Republican club. I know, that seems crazy in 2000, I guess, 2010. It seems crazy. But it's the truth. And I actually, because um Zo, a fossil had been on my on 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 this podcast. Um, I actually convinced him. I, I, I asked him, "Well, how much will it cost to get you out here?" Um, and he told me, and we flew him out. And it was just for, it was crazy because it was just for an, it was literally for an afternoon. He flew in in the morning across the damn country to help me out. To to have lunch with us, and to do fifteen minutes on the stage. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is how we used to try to help each other. I flew him across the country. You know, we, we you know I went and got him from the airport. Stopped in hills you know uh, I I put him in his hotel, you know, and then I went back to set up tables for the event. Left there. Got my family, took him to the event hall, the, the event place. Went back and got Mister Rachel, drove him to the event place, where uh, we we took care of him, we fed him, and he got his fifteen minutes on the stage. And uh, I appreciated it; he killed, absolutely killed, because that's what Zoe was doing at the time, and still is. After the event, went back to his hotel got his stuff, and I drove him to the airport got, and, and got him on, on his return flight back to Los Angeles. Now, the sad part about that story is that the organization that I was working with at the time owed him a, a $1,000 speaking fee that never got paid to him. And I'm going to tell everybody that because I'm embarrassed by it and ashamed that in all this time um, it has not been it, it, he, he's not been rec There's been no recompense. He's not been compensated for it. And I, I, I just want you to believe with me that I'm, I'm going to be able to in the next year, be able to take care of that debt. Finally, it's way too late and it means way too little at this point, but it's got to be done because it's the right thing to do. Um, in any case, that's, but that's how we used to behave. You know, it wasn't anything for me to call. I had, I had C. L. Bryant's number in my cell phone. I had K. Carl Smith's number in my cell phone. I had and still do have Shirley Huzar's number in my in my, my phone. I was able to get a hold of people like Kevin Jackson. I was able to get a hold of people like Sonny Johnson. I was able to get a hold of people like um, Star Parker. You hear me? That's how it used to be. Well, times have changed, obviously. So working together is something that we did uh, a lot, but it's it's not something that um, these folks are are interested in. And for for me, frankly, that's I think that's too bad. Um, but the reality is that as much as we are creatures of ideas, um, and we are, and we have disagreements about some of the things, um, some of the, and it isn't the who knows what she saying. It's how they how TP, TP USA and Prager are sort of doing business or not doing business with the BCC. That's really that's really the sticking point, really. And if you mention it, a lot of the people who 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 may not have ever heard of you are just, just saying that you're you know that you're bitter, that you're hating on the on the new thing. That's not it. But what, what we know is that it is going to be effective to get everybody in this conversation. And what we've always done is whoever had somebody else's ear, we made made sure that we supported their platform too. But TPUSA, that was not how they were going to do it. And doesn't like Prager's doing doing that either. And they don't need to. See, they don't need us. They don't need me. You know, Dennis Prager doesn't need to be on this program. Hell, Candace Owens doesn't need to be on this program. Although I have asked her, I asked her early, long time ago, three years ago. She doesn't need to be on on on, on this program. This program will do Candace Owens no good, none zero. She doesn't need me. She doesn't need to be on a video with me. She doesn't need to, doesn't need to do a YouTube collab. We don't need to do a, a seafood boil together. Um, she doesn't need she doesn't need that. And that might actually hurt her, but there are others. So I I, I get that. But it, but in the meantime, the, our reality in the BCC is that, as much as we are creatures of ideas and how things ought to be and how we how we believe things ought to be, we don't have the luxury of beef in this situation. We just don't have the luxury. We don't. And other people get off on it because it's the thing to do, right, is for people on, on the same side of something to have beef and go back and forth. We don't have the, the, the luxury. Uh, we're still looking at a black community that is struggling. Things are better, but the black community in America is still struggling. We are struggling economically. We're, str- we're struggling culturally, socially, spiritually, We're still struggling. So the answer, and I believe this, and I've said this, and if you listen to my podcast back, especially from 2008, 2009, is that the solution for all America's woes are in the hearts and minds of black conservatives. And it's because of perspective. So we really don't have time to have beef because if we have beef, it's going to take us off our path. And this is why we cannot have nice things. We'll be back right after these messages. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813 999 9992. That's 813 999 9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. All right. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you so much for uh, for coming to the program this evening. We appreciate we appreciate you greatly. Um, again, my name is Lee Lawson, and the, the title of this particular episode is called Why We Can't Have Nice Things. Um, the I, I mean, it, it, we really are at a point where I think that in order for uh, the BCC to do well. um Is that we've got to be okay we have got to be okay with um, being able to air different ideas and um, approaches to things and not being seen as crabs and not being seen as people who are just hating and negative and jealous I think that it's important that we're that we're able to to deal with these situations in ways that um, are open and honest if you've got Uh, A a, a point of view that's different than what people are talking about, then I think it should be okay to bring that up. Now, but having said that, I still think that we just don't unfortunately have the luxury to, there are way too many concerns still in the BCC um, to spend a lot of time um, chopping down each other's platforms when we really should be building them up. And I know that sounds like that all one for all, all for one sort of mentality. Um, this sort of group think that that has gotten our community in trouble um, for 50 years. But this is more, as far as I'm concerned, this is more strategic than anything else. It's really, for me, more strategic than anything else. So I, I, I really want us to understand is like, OK, so we may not be able to 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 vibe with um, Candace Owen, though we may not be able to vibe with Jesse Lee Peterson or Alfonso Rachel or Lee Elders or Shirley Hussar or Kevin Jackson or Willie Lawson. Uh, I understand that. But what we don't have is the luxury to to start trying to outdo and put down the other person. You know, Shirley, I mean I use Shirley as an example. Shirley and I have worked together, golly, uh ten years now. And I can't and I I won't, and she'll tell you, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that we've agreed on every jot and tittle about every every single thing that we have lock think. No, but we do have an undying, unabashed love for our communities. And that's enough. And that's enough. And I believe the people that I mentioned, along with K. Carl Smith and and C. And, and C. O. Bryant and others, they too have an undying loyalty and an undying love for their their communities, their BCC. So I what I know is that we are approaching this in a way that you know you may somebody may be approaching it in a way that you wish they'd do it another way. But what we don't have time for is beef. And what we don't have time for is super fans because super fans survive on on beef created for and about the person that they are creating this fandom for. And we really don't have time for that. Not at all. Not at all. We don't have any time for that. So what I'm suggesting is that those of us who have disagreement, um, for at least the me in, in, in the meantime, that quite frankly, if we could squash it, you know, no going to talk. No one's gonna, the, the reason that I've been that, that the Lord has been helped me be as successful as I am is because I'm just willing to say it. Is that we got to just squash it. Okay, I wish that I wish that Candace Owens approached it differently. I do, but not only is, is she going, is she, isn't she going to? But she doesn't have to, and she's still doing good work. And I know that a lot of people have trouble with her because she was uh, um, she was a never Trumper, or she was an anti Trumper early. Well, hell, so was I. Like I I said, you know, in the open, so was I. And I'm still, I think I'm still okay with calling the president out on certain things. I, frankly, I didn't think tariffs were tariffs were a good idea, and especially if we're talking, again, if we're (laughs) emphasis of right. If indeed products from Mexico, then you will buy products from somewhere else. If there is a patriotism and nationalism going on, it doesn't require tariffs to to do it. Americans will buy American. If, if Americans want to support American businesses, they will. American businesses have to show themselves um, in a way that people will buy them, even if their prices are are more expensive. I know that's hard. That's hard talk, isn't it? That's what it is, though. That's what it is. Protectionism and free trade don't go together. And the president is promoting protectionism. I'm not down with that at all. I'm the I'm 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 that guy who says, you know what, you won. And I've said this here on on this program, on this platform, and others. You know, the president needs to start acting like he won he started acting like he won time to take your victory lap Mr. President you can strut like a peacock and the, and the thing is that you know what peacocks don't do they don't tweet they don't you don't have to you don't have to fight back every single solitary thing you know you know and, 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 and it is Super interesting. I just got um, from a headline from my friend Shirley Huzar. Uh, he just posted two minutes ago from Mexico City. Mexico released the side agreement made with the U.S. that outlines additional measures it would take if it fails to stem a surge of migration from Central America, including uh, becoming a third safe, a third, a, a safe third country. So the idea is that apparently. Um, if they indeed can't stem the tide, they will take all those people from South America, South and Central America into Mexico. And, you know, damn well, they don't want that. So in this particular instance, um, the president, who was threatening a 5% tariff on Mexican goods, and quite frankly, a lot of us were like, oh, no, man, that's not good. But you know what? He he, he It worked. Now I don't think it'll work every time and with everybody and everywhere, but it damn sure worked with Mexico. And again, we have to be open and honest enough to say that in this particular instance, it seems to have worked, as opposed to um, whatever uh, ideas and 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 tightly held beliefs that we had before. And I think that that's what I think that's what conservatives do. And we have to do that with one another. Again, I wish, I'm going to say it that way, I wish that Candace Owens would collaborate and be more forthcoming with people like Alfonso Rachel. I think they'd be great together. I do. Um, I'll tell you, let me back up. i I, I got to tell you where all this came from. Um, my friend Zo, and I already told you why he's my friend uh, I don't know if he considers me